I'm pretty excited uh, about this series that we're doing, Wildfire, and this idea uh, that what God is doing in us and amongst us here is something that can uh, ignite and combust and expand and take off and make a difference, not just here, but all over the place. That is a, that for me is an inspiring idea. It's a compelling idea. And it's stories uh, like Jeremy's that we just heard that are a part of that. Uh, because stories, our story, your story, my story, these are part of, uh, part of what it is that God uses us, God uses, I'm sorry, to take us where it is that we're going. Uh, we have talked quite a bit lately and are continuing to talk about this increased sense that we have, this increased clarity about the vision God has for us as a church at Life Center North. And that this vision has a lot to do with the idea of mission, of being missional people, of being a community, a group of people who are identified by this idea that what God's doing in us is not just about making us better people or making us more comfortable or helping us to feel more fulfilled or just to become better people, but that what God's doing in us is about equipping us for the mission that he entrusts to us. And that each of us, as we follow Jesus, have a mission that's not just here in the church, but it's out there in the world where people don't yet know uh, the good news of Jesus Christ. That when God comes into our life and when he takes up residence within us, it's not just to make us feel better, but it's to equip us and empower us and inspire us to get out into the, into the community, into our families and, and our friendships and on the soccer fields and in our schools and at classes, um, neighborhoods all over, to get out there and to make a positive difference, to, to be used by God to show what his love looks like. So that, you know, so out there where there's, where there's poverty, God's, God's uh, love looks like provision. Where there's hunger, God's, God's love looks like food, Right? Where there's sickness and disease, God's love looks like healing and care, and God wants to use us to step out and to address those very real needs out there, that we are missional people, people who live with a sense of mission, that what God wants to do with us isn't just about here, it's about out there. And along the way, we're going to be, um, well, we'll be less and less satisfied with what takes place in here. We'll be more and more compelled to see what God's doing out there. Does that make sense? Like, I love what takes place in here. Don't get me wrong at all. I love coming in from time to time and finding just an entirely new look because some creative and gifted and artistic and technical people can put something together that changes the environment and helps me to re-engage. I love that. I love that we have music that is um, wonderful and inspiring and it's technically excellent and it leads us kind of to worship God well. I love that. I love the encouragement that I receive when the word of God is being taught and when it's applicable and it's being made understandable to me. I love those things and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade those out for anything. But more and more, if I understand what God's doing here, I'm going to be less and less satisfied with just the great stuff that's happening in here and I'm going to be more and more inspired and interested in the things that God wants to do through us, out there. God's call on us as a people is to become people of mission. Um, people who are not just called to be followers of Jesus, but to go out as followers of Jesus and make a difference in the world amongst those who don't yet know Jesus, to make a positive impact. That, and that if we'll all take, take up that call as missional, mission-driven individuals, We'll also form kind of missional groups, groups of missional people, missional communities 
with that same sense of we exist for a reason so that maybe it's in a life group or maybe it's just a group of friends or some folks that I know, but we're gonna see hunger out in the community and say, we're gonna, we're gonna go address that. We're gonna go feed some people. We're gonna see need and we're gonna address that. We're gonna exist to make a difference. That's where God's taken us. And, uh, and I'm very excited about that. And that particular sense of vision to be missional people to make a difference out in the community requires some things of us. And one of it is, it requires us to believe that God is up to something, right? Because if God's not up to something, what are we doing out there? But we have to not just believe in our head that God is doing something, but we also have to be willing to talk about it. To say what God is doing is creating a story in me and that that's a story that I want to share with others. It, it requires this understanding that God is the master storyteller and that Human history is the story that he's writing and unveiling year after year. And that your story, my story, the story of each individual has God as its author. And the reason this is so important to understand is that story is compelling. Why would we go out and spend as much as we do to spend a couple of hours watching a movie if story wasn't compelling, if it didn't draw us in, if we didn't just kind of need to know how this thing's going to play out and what's going to happen to these characters. One of my, um, to this point, one of my favorite family memories from our, uh, our family is some of the time that we spent sharing a story together. My kids were much younger then, and it was before the movies had come out. But one night I sat down on the couch, and there was a nice fire crackling in the fireplace. And uh, the kids were kind of seated around me. And I began reading to them out loud one of my favorite books from childhood, uh, the trilogy of The Lord of the Rings. And believe me, if I had known that this would have ended up with me reading the entire trilogy to them night after night, I probably would not have started. Uh, but it very quickly became an evening tradition in the family that we spent time together as a family. I'd sit down and, and the book would come out and I'd begin to read and, and their, their attention would be drawn in. Um, and their attention was drawn in, you know why? Because I'm an incredible reader. <laughs> no, that's not it at all. They're a, they're a, they, the minds left the television and the, and the DVR and the video games and the internet and everything else and became focused and drawn in, not because I was a great reader, but because there was a compelling story that grabbed their attention and they wanted to enter in and to become a part of it. They were drawn irresistibly to the light of a powerful and compelling story. That's the way story works. And uh, God is telling a compelling story through each and every one of us. And if we're going to become the missional people that he's calling us to be, we're going to need to get in touch with a few things about the story that he's telling us and how we share that stories with, with others. And if we do, we're going to see this missional movement take off like wildfire. And I'm very excited about that. So here are a few things that we need to kind of get our minds wrapped around when it comes to story. And it comes to this idea that God's telling a story in you and me. And the first thing is this. We have, to, we have to understand that God is already right now at work in our story. That in your life, right where you sit, right where you are, God is at work in your story. And some, are, some of you are saying, well, of course, absolutely. I can point to this feature and that moment of God's intervention and this part of his care, and this is where he loved me. I totally see God's hand at work in my story. That's not difficult for me at all. But there are others of us, and our circumstances are a little darker, a little more difficult. The waters are running a little deeper and a little murkier, and it's hard right now. 
And we are hard-pressed to look around at our present circumstances and find ample evidence of God at work in our story. And that's a difficult place to be, but I, I simply want to remind you that whether we see it or not, the author is writing a great story, even through the dark times through which we walk. We just finished our series in Joseph, right? And at various places along the way in Joseph's life, he was locked away in a dark, stark prison, forgotten, isolated, alone, with the memories of his dreams, with very little evidence in front of him that there was a great story being played out, and yet we learned that it was. I'm sure that the Israelites later on in, the, in their history, as, uh, as they left Egypt and were headed towards the promised land, and in between there was a gap of some 40 years where they wandered around in the wilderness and in the desert, waiting for this promised land to somehow emerge or show up or to get there, and they didn't, and for 40 years, very little in their story looked like it had the hand of God about it. But we know, in hindsight, looking back, God was doing some important things and building, building and laying some important foundations for the story he would tell through their country. Years later in their history, after the, after the rise of the kingdom, after the glory years of King David and King Solomon and all the others, and, uh, and at the point when the kingdom had sloughed off into decline and had been divided by civil war, and, and when they'd been carried off as exiles into Babylon, and for years they went, hearing the stories and hearing the promises of some Messiah that was to come, and yet having no direct evidence that that was taking place, or that they were getting any closer to the moment when that Messiah might arrive, it was at that point that if they looked around and said, hey, let's take stock of our circumstances right here, right now, where are we? Do we see God's hand at work in our circumstance? The answer honestly would have been no. And yet what continued to come and what we continue to hear is this statement of faith that though the circumstances, though the particular plot points of this story don't indicate God's hand at work, we continue to contend in faith for the belief that despite what we see, God is at work. He is God.